Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the second week in a row. Being frank now, college edition, college preview, college and review. Hey, I'm glad everybody joined last week. Can't believe I had 450 listeners in that 20-minute segment, but hey, it's all good. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you like it, I love it. So I hope everybody's doing pretty good on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Um, I got a guest with me today, Mr. Raphael, co-worker of mine. He loves sports just as much as I do. He think he's a good gamer, but we'll find out when college football come out next year on a PS5. So, Raphael, you there, bro? Yes, Frank, I'm here. I don't, <laughs> like you. I don't appreciate them shots that you just gave me, but you're lucky I look, so I'll take it. Right on, man, right on. I, mean, I appreciate you taking time real fast. I know you're busy at work right now, though, but um, taking time, you know, to join us on this podcast, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I know you saw my Tennessee balls this weekend. Oh. So I was knocked off pit. Oh. Rocket top, rocket top. Oh, Rocket Man, y'all act like it's the nineties with T Martin behind the center, man. Oh man. Oh, no, it's good. Just wait, you just wait till we get that recruit coming in for California number one star recruit. Oh, QB. Yeah, yeah. Eight point five NIL deal. Yeah, but we got we got the money down there in Knoxville. We do things like that, (laughs) so uh, don't worry about that. Just just ready to get the top five for us. What I will say, yeah, what I will say, your USC team is legit. You motherfucking right. So before I get started, I want a lot of people don't understand football, so they can't understand college football. Exactly. What's happening right now, you're seeing these states keep their recruits. Yes. California is a top recruiting state. Yes. Texas is a top top recruiting state. Florida is a top recruiting state. Georgia is a top recruiting state. Yes. Yes. So these players are staying in their hometown, getting their NIL deals, getting their money, and they're being able to stay locally and at home. And we know Texas. And Austin yeah. got a big bag. Man, and next Dalton. year when Eli, when Eli's nephew is there playing, Peyton Manning nephew is Archie, there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah, you might do. I like how you talking now. Yeah, you gonna be. Uh, we gonna definitely be doing some shows now. You talking my alley right now? Okay, okay, yeah. As you can tell, this man know his college football, man, and keep up with recruiting. I like that. I like that. But you know what, though? It's good, though, that the Blue Bloods are coming back because I am sick and mm-hmm. tired of the SEC. You know what? Hold we, on. Hold on. We, well, come on. Watch we, yourself. Okay, but we Watch all know yourself. there's always been this hush-hush amongst the SEC for years. Them boys been paying that money out. You know what I'm saying? They've been paying that money out. Now it's an even playing field now, case in point. When um, Nick Saban got mad at Jimbo Fisher about, hey, man, they come, they got the number one recruiting class, blase, blase. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and then Jimbo Fisher fired back at um, Saban. So it was like the cat's out the bag. What people already knew, now it's coming out. Like, SEC been panty boys money for years in and years out. You know what I'm saying? But now it's an even playing field. It's time for the blue bloods that got that deep pocket. They're going to start coming, you know, the old machines rolling again out west with SC. UCLA might, you know, they got money up in Westwood. Hell, but the team I'm interested in because I'm a USC fan, our our little brother, you know, matter of fact, our little brother are, are splitting image in the mayor. Them hurricanes down there. Miami, you know what I'm saying? With Mario Cristobal. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm interested in seeing right there because we know that Miami bloodline, it runs very fucking deep, bro. 
I, I see. I, I see what Shannon Sharp be going through with Skip. You know, Pop <laughs> Shannon right now. I be cutting you off. Hey, Skip, 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 Skip. <laughs> but let me let you know something. Let me let you know to a secret. Okay. The South have the best football players in the United you're States. You right. You right. There is no doubt. You right. Yes, sir. When you look out west, it's only one state that's really well. Now it's two because Arizona is yes, coming they out. Are. They have a lot of lot of good recruits yes. coming out. Of skill position. Skill. Yeah. Yes. That running back that's at Texas. He's from Tucson. No he's shit. At, yes. Yes, sir. He's oh, from wow. Tucson. Did not know so, that. Right. So when you look out west, you have California. When you look up north, you look at states like Michigan and Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's just the way that it go. And then when you come down south, you go to states like, you know, where I'm from, great state of Mississippi, okay. Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Texas, all of those are down. Look at go look at the high schools. When you go to some of those high schools in Texas, yeah, they look like uh, college college stadiums. Yes. You'll be like, "That's a high school." You like, "Yes," and they hold it fifty, sixty thousand. They take football real serious. And the South is just built different around football. Oh, the same yeah. as New York and Chicago to basketball. You right? You know the Midwest and North. You right. So. SEC is always going to remain bigger, sir. Don't don't hate us down that way because we just grow and produce great football players. That's just what we do. Okay, yeah, you got a point there because um, to make this real short on the Ben Frank Now show, Mr. Raphael joined us today. Plus, trust me, he's going to be around quite a bit. I was looking at the um, yesterday, the, well, I want to say Sunday, the top 25 came out. And um, okay. I'm going to break down the top 10. At number 10, you got Arkansas. Followed by University of Kentucky, number eight, Oklahoma, number seven, Trojans, USC, number six, OU, and number five, Clemson, right there. Um, out of from five mm. to ten, you have one, two, you have two SEC schools right there with Arkansas and UK. Kentucky, with um, Coach Mark Stoops coaching there, Kentucky been building something. You, you know, notice that they've been getting a lot of. Um, Traction behind them. They've been doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're that middle of the row SEC school, but they're winning, you know? And you got to give them guys credit, man. You got to give, they went down to Florida last week and knocked them, which was surprising right there, you know, because quarter, um, they got that quarterback at um, Florida, you know, after that first week they beat Utah, he was making all kind of news wave. Then UK went to the swamp and, man, they put a, um, they put a hush on that real quick. Well, well, I would say, USC belong in the top four. I see they got Michigan in the top in the top five right now. Okay, Michigan is another school that you have to look after because Michigan, uh, Michigan belong being it's one of those top ten colleges in the United States that have real long money. Right, and they have they have really great players up there as well. So. Uh, UK University of Kentucky, they they're not gonna last long. They're in the SEC. <laughs> SEC, we beat we beat we beat each other. Up. Yes, it, it is what it is. Yes. That's why you'll see these colleges try to play teams in the SEC in the first two weeks after the or either the third week. After yes. that, they would not come down and play any team in the SEC. You're it's right. just not going to happen. You're right. You see what happened when Cincinnati played the S, uh, SEC team. Oh, so man. what happened when Utah played the SEC oh, team? You do not want to go down that way and play as. Uh, oh yeah, no doubt. Team. But let me ask you. Okay, but let me ask you this though. I mean, this past weekend though, we had some upsets, you know, and um, mm-hmm. we, you know, Texas A and M, you know, Jumbo got making that, you know, he saw that contract make one of the highest paying coach right now in college football. Um, 
pan players left and right. You know what I'm saying? And they get mm-hmm. stomped. I mean, they got they they got beat. They got beat. Who they get beat by? Um, Appalachian State, right? And they've been known for um, knocking boys. You know, they knocked Michigan right. years ago, and then they played North Carolina a couple weeks ago. I want to say like three or four overtimes, and it's like, hold on, man, when they gonna give these boys but respect? Appalachian State have dogs. Yes, they always have had dogs, and there are a lot of people don't understand. Like football is different. If you got players out there that can bleed yep. and that they can line up with you and go head to head with you, yep. you are going to be in trouble. Oh yeah. That is just the way football rolls sometimes. And then when you get those boys out there on the field, some boys who can play both sides of the ball and they get all they got for four quarters and you do, you let them sit around like that, yep. hey, it happened. That's what happened with Notre Dame. You know, the only thing I remember uh, – uh, Al, I, no, I can't think of. I think it was Danny Green. Uh-huh. Uh He was the coach for the Vikings. We yep. played my Bears. He said they are who we thought we are, <laughs> and we let them off the hook. Well, yep. this weekend, hey, Appalachian State didn't let nobody off the hook, and Marshall didn't let anybody Man. off the hook. Marshall, what happened? Marshall. Yes. Marshall. Yes. Imagine that. Yeah, Marshall. You know, and from the fans in South Bend. You know, oh, we're not, we're a young team and blah, blah. You know, they're, they, they're always making excuses up up in South Bend. Mm-hmm. They have more excuses than anybody, but their team is young. Now their quarterback is out for us this season. Notre Dame came in a season ranked in the top 10. I knew that was a damn joke. That's why I hate college rankings at the beginning <laughs> of the season. I hate college rankings at the beginning of the season because this fan base and fans is a short term for fanatics. And when you're a fanatic, you basically don't think. Uh, you think irresponsible. You're just not thinking rational. You know what I'm saying? You're way out there. And their fan base is like that. And they were they were a top 10 team on paper. I'm like, this team mm-hmm. is not top 10. You know what I'm saying? And I think they're getting exposed. Now, due, yeah, due to Notre Dame res, um, respect and bloodline and lineage, they're going to be all right. Give them time. New coach Marcus Freeman in there. Give them time. You know what I'm saying? Don't call for his head right now like how – they did at Texas um, at University of Texas with Car- Charlie Strong and uh, Randy Shannon at U.S. at, at U- uh, University of Miami. You know what I'm saying? Give them time to build a program. Give them time. You know what I'm saying? Because Notre Dame recruits itself. It is. You know, yeah. academically wise, it's tough to get in, but give them time. I think they'll bounce back. But to keep giving them favoritism every year, preseason top ten rank. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, that's some bullshit right there. That's worse than ESPN SEC bias. I know you'll want to hear that. <laughs> well, uh, look, hey, it is what it is. It's the same as what Clemson is. Look how oh, easy Clemson's schedule is. Yes. Clemson and Notre Dame, they do that. Oh, you yeah. know, uh, Clemson has not been what they – Debo – well, I mean not Debo, whatever the coach name is, Debo down there in uh, Clemson. Yeah. He's not – he have an easy schedule. The schedule he have and the majority of the teams have the schedule, you'll be in the uh, championship every week. Uh Every year too. Oh yeah. You know, and you you have a healthy team. A lot of these teams don't understand. Alabama be beat up when they get there, but Nick Saban just had he just had such a good recruiting class oh, where man. everybody wants to go there and play with them because they know they're gonna be on T V and that if you play for Alabama, you're gonna be in the NFL. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So so but that's changing now because you ain't got to go there to be seen. Exactly. The internet, you as long as you got got your spot on the internet. 
you will be seen. Exactly, exactly. But you know what? Though? We're sitting here giving everybody a flavor right now, giving them props. But we're forgetting about them dogs in Athens. You know what I'm saying? The defending national champion, Georgia. Hands down, I'm watching them play. That's probably the best team in college football right now. Them boys fly around. Defense, I mean, even though they um, replaced a lot from last year, a lot of guys graduated, a lot of guys went off to the NFL, that team still flies around. Kirby Smart had them boys playing ball down there. So I might have to make my um, – I might have to change up my <laughs> my national championship. But I had Alabama win it all. But I think Bama going to lose a game, a pre-se- I mean a regular season game. Georgia, to me, in my opinion, is a favorite. What do you think? Uh, I, I can't say yet because the only reason that I would say that I would not say yet is because Texas is not an easy team to beat. And you went into Austin okay. and did that and got a win. Yes. Your sack, you know, your second game win. Yes. Uh, now Georgia did go out to Oregon and beat them to sleep. Boy. But, Boy. hey, 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 that Pac-12, when you see an SEC team, that's just what happened. You're right, you know. you're right. The Pac-12 is weak. The Pac-12 <laughs> right. is weak, you know, and you are right. 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 So, you know, and just like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Stanford is going to keep up with USC. I knew that was not going to happen. Right. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley is a great coach, and he got them boys believing. Yes, he does. So D- Defense needed, needed to tighten up, and I think that's going to take years with recruiting. I think they're two years away defensively to actually – be a main contender year in year out. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. This year should be conference championship playing into that, and maybe get an NYE. That's a New Year's Eve um, six bowl, like the Rose Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl. I think they'll be there, but play at the um, Final Four. I don't think they're ready for that. Could they slip in there now by looking at the landscape of everything? Hell yeah! Utah lost against Oregon. I mean against Florida. USC run the table. They're going to put a Pac-12 champion in there, mm-hmm. especially undefeated one, over a one-loss SEC school. That's my you know opinion. Who I want to see. Who I want to see USC and Oklahoma and Michigan. Oh no! Yes, <laughs> you know that was one of the bold um, prediction on two four seven sports and CBS Sports Line. I was looking at every week. I look at the um, bold prediction. They have USC versus Michigan in the Rose Bowl lined That's- up. That's what it's going to be. Oh man! And guess guess who I think going to win? Let's see. Let's see. I think. Oh I'm yeah. Well, what do you think about Ohio State though? You know, have you watched them? I mean, something's just like it's missing. I said that last week. Telecast. It just. I don't. I don't know, man. Something's just not there, man. Urban Miles. Yeah, that could, that could be <laughs> it. That could be it. You might be right. You might be right. Hey, just something does not seem right. That's just it. You got to understand, Urban Miles is a great coach. When you look at Nick Saban, yeah. Urban Miles is sitting right next to him. Right. And Urban Miles actually wants to go to LSU. Oh, really? So if Brian, yes. So if Brian Kelly don't get right down there. No yes, shit. The Tigers will be giving him a call. Whoa. That's what he said. Whoa, you hear it first on the Ben Frank Now show. Mr. Raphael said. Urban Meyer could be the next one in line. And you know it's so funny you saying that, though? But I'm always on these chat boards. You got Nebraska. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a call for <laughs> Urban Meyer. Oh, you know, I'm laughing because it's it kind of so like mirror image of what happened last year when USC lost Clay Helton. Thank God he's out of there. Oh, Urban mm-hmm. Meyer coming to SC. I was, I, ain't gonna lie, I was drinking that Kool-Aid. I thought he was coming, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it was like... 
no, you know, because he was got fired from Jacksonville, and I was like, all right, man, you know, Urban Meyer is a college coach, hands down, just like Saban is, and Steve Spurrier and a lot of them guys that transition over or try to transition over. But that'll be interesting, though. See, you see where um, Nebraska lost, um, got beat, and then Scott Frost got fired. Nebraska, the fan base in Nebraska, they're delusional. And I'm not. I'm. They really are. And I. And not like I'm. Because a lot of people on Facebook think I hate on Nebraska and stuff. Because my wife is from Nebraska and family love Nebraska. Just everybody. You know, half my people on my Facebook page, you know, from Nebraska. I kind of got Nebraska ties. But to me, Nebraska remind me of the Dallas Cowboys. They're living. Yep. They're living in the era of the VCR. You know, they're. they're yep. This last time they was relevant. It was when the VCR was really a hot thing at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? And and. They think, oh, well, kids don't want to go to Lincoln, Nebraska. I've been in Lincoln, nope. Nebraska. It is the most depressing-ass place I've ever been, <laughs> especially for an African-American kid. But people will argue with me, oh, no, it's great. No, it's not. It's nothing there. So Nebraska need to really follow Iowa and Wisconsin blueprint. You're not going to get five-star recruits. You're not. You might get one, if that. But you need to find your identity. You messed up for one by hiring Bill Callahan because he brought a West Coast offense to a team that was power run. Wisconsin, Iowa have kept their identity and their tradition year in and year out. Follow that template. Second of all, you should have tucked your ass back to the Big Twelve instead of being in the Big Ten because geographically, is you think it makes sense, but technically your your roots are in a Big Twelve because it comes to recruiting. You had to actually get ties into um, the Texas recruiting, you know. But now things have changed. NIL is, is a big thing. Yeah, I know there's old money. Mm-hmm. In the, I know there's old money in Nebraska, but mm-hmm. kids are not looking at like when recruiting visits happen. Sometimes in the winter time, very fairly in the summertime, but a lot in the winter time too. Kids trying to go to the Midwest for a recruiting visit. What the hell? They, I mean, they gonna look around like, man, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, Alabama, Miami, and FSU and UF and um, UCLA and all these people are recruiting you. You going where sunshine, baby? You know what I'm saying? And the 18, 19 year old kids, they don't give a fuck about tradition. They don't know what uh, happened Pros- in the eighties and the seventies. No, Prosca ain't been nothing since Mike Irvin played at Miami. Come on, <laughs> right. what, what was the what was the movie? What was the movie that Nebraska was based off? Uh, what was the first college movie, like football movie, back in the nineteen nineties? Oh, you talking about my favorite movie? Um, no, you talking about FSU was based off of? You talking about the program? The program. That was that's my all. movie. That's it. That was my that was movie. It. They ain't been nothing since the program, and they ain't gonna be nothing. So when somebody, it's like <laughs> it went on for sale. Come to America. Every time I talk about Joe Lewis, everybody got to play rock the mic. Behind the Prepare the Joe Lewis. Rock the mic. I was shit. We beat Joe Lewis. That's what. That's the Nebraska fans, brother. Exactly. That's it. Similar, they ain't worth a damn. Similar to the Cowboys, you know. And, you know, I could talk about Nebraska all day, but, you know, last week I was trying to give them props, say be patient, and I still say be patient, but you need to find your identity. So I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to just leave Nebraska alone on that. Just find your identity, stick with it, accept the fact that your team going to win eight to nine games a year as long as you get the right coach in there. Don't think you can go get, make this big splash, hire a coach like an Urban Meyer or um, – or, um, who else is a big coach out there they're talking about getting? Um, Urban Meyer was one of them. I forgot the other one, though. But it'll come to my head, though. But just take what you can get. Follow your um, follow the blueprint of the Midwestern schools. And I'm not saying the Michigans and the Michigan states and the Ohio states. Be like Wisconsin and Iowa. 
Take your eight to nine wins, maybe have an upset here or there, and be happy about it and move on. And like I'm going to go with this conversation, I'm moving on past Nebraska. Now, Michigan finally got a quarterback situation. They finally went ahead and stuck with um, McCart- uh, well, M- McCarty, which I think who mm-hmm. was a pretty good quarterback. You know, I mean, I haven't really been watching too much of Michigan football because they were confusing me on a two quarterback scheme. But Coach Harbaugh announced that they came in at number. Five this week, which is a pretty good stop for them. They might be undefeated heading into the Ohio State game, but they can't overlook Michigan State. My bad. They're number four. Clemson's number five. Yep. So, I think that's going to be a good matchup. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Big Ten is interesting this year, and them teams are always – they're kind of like the SEC. They're beating up on each other um, week in and week out. Um, don't sleep on Minnesota. They're undefeated right now. Um, they got hell off his line there. Um, they're undefeated. Like I said, they're 2-0. So, give them time. Let everything play out. Um, we'll see how things are by week four and five where everybody stand, though. So, yeah, man. Yes, uh, we will. Oh, yeah. But you, you need who you need to be keeping an eye on, like I told you, them Tennessee balls. That's who you need to be keeping an eye on. Oh, man, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> so who y'all? Who's y'all? Big, y'all play Florida this year, right? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a robbery. And Georgia. Game. Oh, really? Oh, Georgia. Uh oh, where's that game at? Is that in Tennessee or is that? Uh, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure yet. I'm about to look it up, but I I hope it's in Tennessee because I can't. I don't like Georgia at all. I'm gonna be honest with you. Georgia, <laughs> Florida, I can't stand because they have beat us for the last ten years. I think. Almost, so. <laughs> Well, I don't know you had time to look at your schedule real quick, but I'm going to let you go ahead and tie this up, though, end it right here. But um, what games you want to tell our listeners out there that you think are for sure pick-ems this, this week? Let me, let me give you one. Because I was looking at that schedule, and I think – the game to make everybody to look at, look at that BYU and Oregon, Oregon. that Oregon game. Yes, yes. Oregon is going to bounce back. Don't let don't let what Georgia did fool you about Oregon. Okay. But okay. they're going to bounce back. Yeah, That's going to be an upset. BYU's number 12, too. Oregon's 25. Yep, it's going to be upset. Okay. Carried it first. And, that would, and that'll be my pick for this week. And I'll leave it there. And I'll cut it. Oh, and I have to tie it up from you. Okay, hey, you heard it first, Mr. Raphael picking Oregon to upset BYU, and I'm going to go ahead and pick Miami going to Texas A&M and beating them. Yes, mm. yes, I got Miami going to Texas A&M College Station. Kyle Field beating them boys. You heard it first, uh-huh. Ra- Raphael. We're going mm-hmm. <laughs> to do this. Again. We're going to do this again, brother. Um, we, I know you're an NFL guy, and um, I'm just trying to squeeze an NFL podcast in this week also. We'll get down and put that on wax and get that out to the people too, man. So I got a lot to say on that. I this. know you do, man. So. You're going to want to tune in. But like, <laughs> as Stephen A. always say, this, this here, you're going to want to hear because I know you saw my Chicago Bears, and I got a lot to say. Oh, man. Oh, man. Heck, yeah. All right, fellas. All, I, right. all right, man. You take it easy, man. You have a good one, brother. You too, sir. All right, right on, bud. And everybody, I appreciate you guys listening this afternoon on the Ben Frank Now Show. You heard it first. Mr. Raphael made his pick. BYU and Oregon. Can you believe that? BYU and Oregon? Oh, man. 
Well, we'll see how that goes and um, see how, it, how everything turn out. But thank you for listening. Ben Frank Now Show, College Edition. Have a good one. <laughs>